0: Welcome to Altered State of Affairs, the podcast with Gerald Kazimov, produced by the team at KazSource and part of the KazSource Podcast Network. Altered State of Affairs, the novel, also by Gerald Kazimov, is available at your favorite bookstore, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble Online, and most local and indie bookstores. All right, so you just read the prologue of Altered State of Affairs, but if I remember correctly, the prologue that you read was not the original prologue that came to be later.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you go back from the beginning, I'm this, just this kid from Cleveland Heights, Ohio, and I'm writing this crazy thing where I want to be a, an army ranger, and I wind up in the Pyrenees with this beautiful Mossad agent, and I'm pissing in the thing, and then they're terrorists. They're attacking us. So how did this happen? Well, during the process, I was blessed to have an amazing editor. His name is Austin, who would tell me that you've got to set the scene. You've got to keep the reader focused. You've got to get them right into the action right from the beginning. So I thought that this was one of the scenes that would set me apart, set the other main character, Ava, apart in the fact that we are on an adventure. And I'm in love with her already. I mean, so, and what else could happen? Well, terrorists, and then stay tuned for some other stuff because there's a lot of crazy stuff. So this is how we got going. And uh, it just makes my mind, when I get to a point like this, it makes my mind even want more action. So this stimulated me to move forward.
0: Was it an immediate reaction that you had to say, I agree with the decision to move things along? Because at the very beginning of, you had a manuscript, And all of a sudden you're being told, well, we might need to edit this book and spend a lot of time. And actually you heard the word rewrite the book, which you just spent years writing the book. And all of a sudden you're gonna have to now rewrite it. When you hear that, does that take you back to a certain place to think, oh, wow, this is (laughs) we're going down into it now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is it. And the more I read and the more I learned and the more that these valuable mentors would tell me is that writing is all about rewriting. It's about you rewrite, you rewrite, you have people comment and you rewrite some more. And then you go back and you look at it and you say, man, that doesn't sound good. I've got to change that a little bit or I got to change a sentence structure. I got to set the scene better. If you're going to expect somebody to read what you're writing, they have to picture themselves there with you, right next to you. So that's an art form. How to describe where you are, not only in what you're seeing with your eyes and what you're hearing with your ears, But what you're feeling in your gut, what you're feeling in your heart, the fear, the exhilaration, the horror sometimes. So you got to get this across to the reader. And it's like an artist doing a sculpture or a painting. I mean, you want to get this vehicle, this medium, this art form, this literature to a point where the observer, the reader is going to feel what you feel or feel something. So it's been a joy.
0: I believe the editor, Austin, you're talking about gave you examples of books and movies to read. One that comes to mind is Fight Club, which is both a book and a movie of engaging the viewer, the watcher or the reader into the story. But I think you spent a lot of time interacting with different mediums like books and movies to understand what it's like to engage the reader early, like punch them in the face a little bit, right? Like grab the reader and pull them Yeah. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he said, leave hints, leave a little thing someplace in the grass or behind a tree or put your knife somewhere, you know, that you forgot all of a sudden that knife turns out to be an important key or a gun or talk about something that the reader maybe is not focused on, but all of a sudden it comes into play later on. So, you got to drop these hints. You got to change the scene around and you got to make the reader think, well, what's going to happen next? You know, see all these things and then you got to lay a path, but that path deviates. So, how do you get from that path? You know, you go around the corner to the right or you go around the corner to the left. Well, you don't know. So, the way I write is that I go where my characters go. I don't have a predetermined plot or predetermined ending when I write. Some authors do. They have outlines and they know where they're going to go from A to Z. And for me, it's about the adventure. It's about the journey. So, you know, I'm going, I'm all of a sudden in the purity. What am I doing here? I'm going in a cave. I'm meeting terrorists. I go to a mausoleum and I rescue this crazy doll who becomes a main character in the book. But, you know, when I started writing the book, I really didn't know how she would develop. Yeah. <laughs> And she's been quite a spirit for me. I don't know if she's my alter ego or, you know, <laughs> because this is an alter state. So I don't know. So we're going where they're going. I'm going where Cindy's going. I'm going where Aubrey's going. And I don't know where that's going to wind up. Yeah. we we'll have to find out. Prologue. Heroes are ordinary people who make themselves extraordinary. Gerard Way. Dawn is breaking, it's a beautiful morn, the sky, a bright azure, the air crisp, allowing nature's dew to rejuvenate the thirsty foliage and elicit the therapeutic jasmine aroma. How do I know that condensation increases as the dew point decreases? Well, after taking a John Carroll University physics class with Professor Sister Shelley, I became an expert on condensation. But that's a whole other story. Avra and I hike up the mountain to the nearest ledge. It offers a 180-degree vista of the magnificent plain below. The river, Lariage, meandering through the foothills of the Great Pyrenees, proudly reflecting the steadfast rising sun you can see forever. Off to the side are the remarkable remnants of an ancient cave. Fortified over the years with an array of huge, multicolored stones and seemingly decorated by our Creator with intermingling verdant grass, moss, and ferns. What a glorious day this will be, with the mist climbing from the valley and the sunshine beginning to bathe the lush vegetation with its warmth. Embracing our mystical surroundings, however— would be pathetically futile as we are on a critical mission to save the world from a horrifying weapon of mass destruction. Time is running out. There are only a few more grains of sand left in the hourglass. Girls don't understand that peeing is an art form. But relieving myself in this majestic setting was spiritual. What a perfect place to piss. Trying to rush just makes it more difficult. Hurry the fuck up, our orders. Finally, shaking off the last drop, I hear footsteps. I turn to see two freaking terrorists aiming AK-47s at Avra's head.